You're now listening to Music Impulse with Smiles. y'all it's your boy smiles and we're back for another episode of the music impulse on this special episode i got the homie casper in the building how you doing i'm all right man it's good to see you man we I go know. way back i know way 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 back way back i know we, well, we just saw each other what, like about a month or two about ago a month, about two. a couple months ago but we both been down here for some years yes i've been down here since two 2011, January 2011. Oh, yeah, you came way before me. 2014, J- July 2014. Yeah. Wow, you was down here that long before I got here? Yep, because uh, <laughs> I always tell people my, my, my fondest memory is the fact that when I got here, I was working at the Hyatt Hotel, and one of the guys I worked with, uh, that was when Miami went up against the, the Mavericks. Oh, yeah. And me being. Talking to him like, yeah, the, you know the Heat, they, they about to do this, you know. He's like, fuck these 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 Mavericks, and you know, all of a sudden he was like, all right, you, you, okay, new guy. Uh, you you, st- you, 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 he was you like, stayed all right. a LeBron fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I was not a LeBron <laughs> fan in 2011. Mm-mm. Oh yeah, I, like, I, I was actually just t- telling my last guest, hey, I'm I'm a proud president of the LeBron James bandwagon <laughs> fan club. He was like, "What?" I was like, "Yes." Say so when he left Cleveland to go to Miami, I grabbed my bags, went to Miami too. When he said we was headed back to the cold, I did that too. Like oh, when he said we headed out to LA, I was like, "All right, back back to the warm weather and all that." He was like, "Wow," I was like, "But hey, it's because I'm a homer." I was like, "Akron, Ohio." I was like, "It's just it's just in me." I feel it. You ain't so you ain't really had no see Cleveland and see for me it was Cleveland. Yes, yes. I, I did. In fact, let's start. Let's start. Start. Start right there because that was one, definitely one of the things. I I know you're a big sports fan, so uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tim, uh, so you you stopped being a LeBron fan when he left, or no, uh, no, not the second time. Well, the first time, of course. Yeah. You know what I mean? Went to Miami. That was I was a part of the. the I was a part of the hate. I hated. Nah, but not the. Just, <laughs> it was a bad taste in my mouth. What three years and then 2014? I'm like, okay, you know what. You know, I respect the guy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he was just great. Like, he's like, all right, you know, but then he came back. And so I'm like, damn, I'm leaving. As he coming back. You know oh, what yeah. I'm saying? Because that was literally that same. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. a month before is when he decided to go back to Cleveland. Yeah. And then I ended up coming down here like a month later. But, um, but yeah, man, just to LA, it's like, you know, go do your thing, man. I, I'm kind of sad for him this year, but, you know, he's old. He's getting, old. He's getting up there, so. Uh, I also see that you're a big Browns fan. Which one are you more uh, basketball or football fan? Basketball, basketball. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. But that, no, definitely, definitely Browns fan. Yes, I, sure. yes, I definitely see you root for them too. Uh, Aaron yeah. yeah, you got to. Man. It's like Browns got the most loyal fan base in the country. Yeah, like um, my mom, you know, born and raised in Akron, how she's. Die Hard, Cleveland, everything. I tell people like I was like I really get like my sports fandom from her. I was like even though I'm a, like a, I'm a Cowboys fan because of my dad. I was like I don't really have a basketball team. It's just wherever LeBron goes. <laughs> but I was like my mom. She's die hard. She watches Indians games. She watches Browns games. Oh, she watches okay. Cowboys games. So I'm always just entertained. Like for years, I would always. 
Whenever I see like the Browns lose, I'd call her like, "So yeah, see your Browns is mm. <laughs> struggled today." And she was like, "Oh see. yeah, them damn, oh, them, oh, them damn Cavaliers." And like, "Oh, they get on my nerves. Like, they be winning for like three quarters in that fourth quarter." And they're like, "Oh, they get on my the that wild man with the hair and, and this and, oh, that and all that." And yeah, she. She, you know, the Browns will stress you out. Yeah. They make you feel like. You never want to watch football again for the rest of the season. Then right back Sunday, you back to watching. Yeah. So it's like it's hard. It's a love hate relationship with that team. But the past couple of years, it's been something to watch. We just been dealing with injuries and things like that. But I think I honestly feel this year may be our year. Yeah, I'm saying that last year. But you said you're a Cowboys fan, and I hate the Cowboys. Yeah, my my dad he he was a Cowboys fan. I I just in, inherited. So moving to Dallas, that was like. Dream come true for me Like oh yeah I'm here But then when I moved here I learned that It's really a lot of hate In Dallas For the Cowboys I hate them <laughs> I hated them Before I moved here I hate them now I hate that You know it's the fan base The fan yeah, base is, the Every fan year base, yeah. I've been here it's, I gotta deal with it Every year Oh it's our year It's our year I was like you know It's not Even when they trash Like y'all still don't know When y'all trash Like three Like four About four years ago It's like come on Y'all not What are y'all What are y'all doing What are y'all gonna do and it was still just like, yep, 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 yep. So no, yeah. I just hate the fan base. They're so delusional. The most delusional fan base in the country. I, I will uh, agree with that because I'm probably one of the few that really just like no, it's not, it's not going to happen. No, you, you got to use your, your logical brain. <laughs> and they don't have it. They don't have a logical side. It's all emotion based with, with the cowboy. No, uh, yeah, because especially I work there and just that like, the ones that's like die hard. Like oh, and I'm like yo. Dude, <laughs> calm down. Like I even been like, yes, I work here and I love them, but I don't love them like you do. Like yeah, this is the ones that I work with. I'm it's like some. Oh my god, they different. Man. They different. <laughs> even last season, they thought they was gonna come back and just had to come on. Yeah, because I, I even got like some covers that. It literally like ruins like they whole Monday at work because they lose. I'm like, it's not. I'm, I'm you sorry. Know what, it's though? not that big. That's how I used to feel. That's how I used to feel about. The Cavs <laughs> Like when they would lose It would just ruin my next day I had to get on I had to, I had to get You know Watch ESPN I had to watch Skip Bayless Talk trash about LeBron The next day It was like Man I used to hate when they lose So yeah I get that But like Man at least you just gotta know When your team ain't Gonna do nothing <laughs> Yeah Just gotta know <laughs> Yeah, yeah I don't, It's just It's just crazy So but uh, You know the, to kind of go back a, a little bit, who 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 was Casper? Tell us uh, who was Casper. Who was Casper? Yeah, oh yeah, I guess who was Casper? Tell, tell us about you. Oh man, well, so I mean, I feel like ever since I was ever since I could remember as a child, I was just, I always been like music driven. Like music always just kind of made me feel a certain kind of way. Like I would see colors, I would just like. It was just put me into like this imaginary state of mind. Like I was always thinking about like music drove my thoughts, my emotions, everything. So I started getting into um, playing different instruments and things like that. And to the point to where when I was around 14 or 15, I started making beats. And then, you know, around the time I met Josh, around the time I started being an artist So yeah. So Cause like from there It was like I got all these beats I'm like man I wanna just I wanna just make I wanna just like Make demos I wanna just like Write to my own beats I don't wanna have to Just keep making beats mm -hmm. So I started doing that 
And then from there, it's like people heard, heard some of my songs that I would like demo, and it was like, nah, you need to do this. Like you don't don't sell these songs. You need to do this. So I'm like, all right, cool. And I never thought that I would end up being an artist because I felt like I was too shy and timid and like too like closed out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm like, nah. They, but you know, it just kind of went that in that direction. And then you know, my minor in college was music technology or audio recording. Yeah. So I got it. Yeah, we you took know, that got, one. We took that one yeah, class together. Yeah. I got some experience with that. And then from there, as I, throughout my most of my artist career, I was like. Mostly like kind of engineering myself, kind of sort of. So I always get yeah. to practice with that. Yeah. And then um, you already know. So I gotta say, you know, I don't know if we're gonna talk about MLA. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So okay, so so that whole thing we're gonna talk about that. So then that whole experience, but I mean, it's just my life is just all, always been about music, man. Like yeah. I can't like yeah. if I describe my if I describe myself, it's like it's gonna be. My music career Like Or my music My whole life Tied to music So now I'm here In Dallas I'm currently A music engineer For Never Satisfied And do a little bit of uh, Vocal arrangement Songwriting as well For some artists That I work with But Yeah that's where I, That's my kind of whole Life path Right there man Yeah like Um I didn't know your real name until the, we took that class we together. We ain't going to say it today. I know, but it was just, I just thought about it because I thought about it while, while I was like getting my notes. I was like, yeah, I was like, I really went years without knowing her name. We ain't going to say it today. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, she's always just been Casper to me. I am Casper today, yesterday, and moving forward. <laughs> how, how, how'd you come up with uh, Casper? How, how'd you get that name first? Man, people used to... Make fun of me sometimes And be like Oh you got big head You like bright Light skin Pale blah, blah, blah. So Oh like, like a ghost well, <laughs> Look kind of like Casper So like people would copy that And I'll just take it And I'll say oh, I like Casper I like that name You know I'm gonna go ahead And take that Cause I do feel like I was I had always Most of, most of my life I always just kind of felt like Alone and like shut out Cause I was different You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying So it's like I found myself at times Tying myself to things Or like Even Fictional characters That were like Shut out You know what I'm saying yeah. Like I loved Jungle Book Because I related to Mowgli I yeah. loved Aladdin Because I related to Aladdin. Like I I related to like The shut out people You know what yeah. I'm saying So like I just tell like, Okay cool I'll take that So that's why I, I You know added, I just went by Casper I just started calling myself Casper And then added it You know Kind of tagged that To my music yeah. I threw the North Star on there yeah. Back when you knew me That was my producer name I don't know where I came up with that Either Just the, It was the, the North Star is the brightest star In the North Oh okay So I was just like Alright cool I'll just use that <laughs> And then I took the, Then I took Casper I took the North Star off When I became an artist And I just still go by Casper Yeah you know, Cap, Well actually No I added the J. J. Coda Yeah J. Coda Added the J. Coda To differentiate the Casper because if you look up Casper, you got a million artists named Casper. Yeah. So I was like, there's nothing to separate. People going to look me up. Actually, I'm going to tell you where that came from. My father met Drake. Oh, wow. At a, you know, this little, like, stopped gas station places in the middle of, like, the toll road somewhere around the middle of nowhere. Uh-huh. He actually ran into Drake. <laughs> and also, I told my dad, I was like, you know, that's interesting because y'all actually have the same birthday. So it's like oh, it's you funny. Drake have the same birthday? My dad and Drake have the oh, same birthday. Oh, your dad birthday. and Drake. Oh, wow. So I'm like, oh, y'all here, y'all are <laughs> the same birthday. Y'all come to this random place and meet, right? That's funny. Paths cross. So he was like, yeah, I told him that my daughter does music and look up Casper. Well, fuck everybody. <laughs> no, but like, how is he oh, gonna find that? Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. damn, like, damn it. 
Now I gotta make something. So I, that's when I added the J Coder. Yeah, because because he's like, oh yeah, I'm looking. Sorry, yeah, man. Like now Drake, just- Drake has no idea who I am <laughs> because. He can't figure out which Casper to be fucking. Man, I hate so And then, you know, your dad probably being like typical older person, like, I don't know how to figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> like, he said, just look up Casper. Oh, man. Well, and yeah, she you're going to. She should just pop up. I don't know. <laughs> Two million people you got to go through. <laughs> so, yeah, that's when I added the J code. So, that that's, yeah. J is the, it's my middle initial. And I'm not going to say what the name is. That's. With the first name Put it in the trash um, But Dakota I added It's like a music It's like an art term It's yeah. like It stands for like a Like a Kind of like the end Of something Or the beginning And also the start Of something else So it's kind of like a Just like this Intermission Or this intersection Of just like space But like It concludes something And it starts something else Okay So it's just like oh, That relates to me the most I feel like so I just do that on there. It became Casper J. Coda. Yeah, I was like, I like it because it's nice and original. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, and then you can find me on you uh, on Google. You can Google me and actually find all of my stuff. You don't have to search through a million other Caspers. Caspers. <laughs> like uh, Casper the Friendly Ghost. There's right. Yeah, there's, uh, yeah. There's probably like oh, there's a, Casper oh, mattresses. Casper yeah. Mat- mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's probably a white rapper named Casper. Oh, it's a million of those. I've, I've seen them. <laughs> I'm saying, <laughs> but um, to go a little bit back, you know, meeting you in, in college and seeing music, uh, I always thought you were, you know, su- super dope, super Thank talented. You, you know, you. songs amazing. Uh, I, like I said, uh, I, I said it was like the pride of, for me personally. You were Frank Ocean to me before Frank Ocean. Oh shit! So. Like when he came out, I was like, "Fuck that! He's not the first. One. He's not the first one. Cass oh, the first one. Shit. Like she's openly like." I, so I was like, to me, I was like, "Nah, he was the first one." Y'all, oh, y'all, shit. y'all, because I was like, "Yo, she's talented too. She's like she better than that nigga. Fuck him!" Like, oh shit. So, <laughs> so, oh man. I so, mean, so I used to be like, "Nah, like." He's not the first one. Just like oh, <laughs> she doesn't hide it. I kinda, I don't. You know. I don't know if I was the first, but still. But I get where you're coming from because at that time, there was really not, like no one was talking about the stuff that I was talking about. Yeah. Like you know, I'm being who I am. Yeah. Talking about some of the things that I was talking about. Like it wasn't. It wasn't like that. So, I can see where you're going. I can see what you're saying with that. But I didn't. To me, I didn't even think twice about it. Honestly. Yeah. Like to me, it was like I'm just being myself and talking about stuff that I, I'm talking about my mind no more everyday life. It yeah. is what it is. And plus, I love R and B, so I was just like, I was like, that's how I already. I was, like, I was like, I was like, oh man, I, I, I'm a lover. I love, I love, I love music. Hey, that's <laughs> and you know heartbreak what? and all that. I think what happened at that time was the fact that like I think it was between my voice because vocally, people couldn't tell. And I think that helped out a, little, a lot because oh, okay. I didn't really have the most girly voice. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then it wasn't the most like manly voice either. But then a lot of people would relate me, and that was around the time like the weekend came out. Yeah. And it was like you know what I'm saying. Certain certain voices that were like a little in the in between. Yeah, you know, male voices that were high pitched. And a lot of people say I, I sound like a young Chris Brown too. So it's <laughs> like like it, there, those voices I think helped out to where people was like they couldn't tell. Yeah. And then from there, people just since you couldn't tell. You didn't care about who was, was saying, saying it. it. Yeah, you just cared about what was being said and how it sounded. And then I think once the girls liked me, liked it, liked the music, 
then it was like the men had no choice. <laughs> so then all the guys hopped on it. But you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. They used to play the songs at the parties and BG and all of that. Yeah. But I think it's like once you got the girls and R and B, once you have women, you have everybody. Yeah. So. That, that. Hey, just from doing parties in college, I, I learned like, hey, you got to get the women to the party. The only way you're going to get everybody to the party, you got to get the women to gotta the party the first. to the party. That's the only way you're going to have a successful party. You can't just have promote to all the guys. Yeah. The guys are going to follow where the girls are at. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, man. So that's what happened. Uh, so I guess, um, what, what, what age would you say you, you figured out you, you really just had talented and you were just like, hey, this, this song thing, was, was it in college or like a little bit earlier than you were, you were just like, eh, um, I might have a thing with this music thing. You, uh, or when, when was like your first project or like your first song? Was that in college or what before? What you mean? What aspect of music? You talking about singing? You talking you know, about singing, artists? Like, like singing. singing? Like, I guess, yeah. Because I say just in general, just when you, I can't even say there was no start. There was no really no starting point for me. It was just like always there. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was banging on pots and pans when I was like my drum set. It's pots and pans when I was like five, four, or five. But like, um, because I never considered myself a vocalist. It just kind of came, and then it just got better over time, I guess. But like, it was around the time that I. Made those demos Really It was like I just was trying to Just make a little demo And just write these songs And get them to other people Okay But then it was like No People were like You have a very unique voice You have a You know You have a nice sounding voice Blah 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 So I mean I guess I mean maybe around that time I'm not Like I said Still to this day I don't really consider myself A vocalist really Okay it's Oh just, Well how about the, A different Kind of switch it up uh, What made you say That you want to do demos For other people what, so like the biggest influence for me at that time was the dream. Okay. And for me, the dream wasn't like the best singer. Like you know what I'm saying? He was really like a singer, but I thought it was dope how he, like how he would come up with his songs, his arranged vocal arrangement, his harmonies, the writing that he would do, and I just used to be like, man, like you know, I've been making beats, beats, and beats, and beats. Let me just try this. Let me just try to see what I can do. Yeah. You know what I mean? And this is a whole difference when you're just sitting down trying to write. But, like, if you actually go into a mic and you record and you can just kind of let things come out, that's when I realized, like, oh, I think I have a talent in songwriting. Because mm-hmm. before I was like, man, I can't write nothing. Like, But, like, you just go in and just let it flow. And you just come. I'm like, oh, I got. I think I got something in the bag with this kind of thing, whatever. Yeah. So it just kind of transformed that I was still making beats because I was making mostly all my beats outside of, outside of dub. What up, Dub? If you ever see this, it's my dog, man. He he helped me start out. He he helped create me for real. But like, you know, it was just. I mean that. I mean honestly, the dream, bro. Like he he's the one that kind of got inspired me to to get into writing and singing. So I'm like, man, if he can do it, maybe I I feel like I can do it. I don't have to be, yeah. you know, just extravagant singer or nothing like that. But I, that's when I realized I had a talent in it. So you know People actually enjoyed What I was doing Yeah like He's definitely I would say When it comes to Arranging albums Especially like The transitions From mm-hmm. song to song I definitely say He's top notch He's the best Man one of the best Writers of all time Yeah To me uh, To be honest with you Dang it I can't remember her, What her name is She signed to Justine Sky he, uh-huh. he he did like One of her last projects And she was like Yeah he 
um, arranged it and did the transitions for all that. And I was like, no wonder Holy I shit. love this album. <laughs> so now I have to listen to it because I'm naturally a fan. Like, I found myself being a fan of the dream when I realized who he was and what he did before he even came out. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, I went down his list of songs that he was writing. I'm like, damn, I always loved that song. Love this song. Love this song. Now I know why I love this guy so much because. You know, I, I love the things that he was doing before I even knew who he was yeah. or whatever. So, yeah, man. Certain people just got that thing, like, about him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, when I heard her say that, she was like, yeah, he's the, he, like, produced it, like, uh, did, like, transition that. I was like, I was like, no wonder I love this album. I was like, cause, so much sense. Because, like, the songs just flow right into each other just so perfectly. And I'm like, it's, it was the dream. That's why. No wonder I loved it. So, <laughs> so much sense, man. So, yeah. That's my guy. I know she's working with, I think she said Timbaland for like her next project. So I was like, I'm intrigued to see how that's going to sound. It's another one. Yeah. It's another one right there. <laughs> um, another random off the wall question. I, I just noticed just from, you know, just perusing your photos and stuff. I don't know. What age did you know you were cool? What age did I know I was cool? <laughs> Cause I was just like when I was just going through, I was like, "Yo, she is cool." <laughs> it's like I, I just it's like you just exude. I know I'm the shit. Like I'm cool. Like like I'm, I'm fly. Yeah, you know that's that Leo rising in me, I guess. But you know, <laughs> I never really know. I never really knew. I think honestly, if I can re- really pinpoint a time, I say when I was 13, when I stopped giving a fuck about. What anybody had to say about me And how they felt about me That's when I would probably say When I realized You know what I'm different This is who I am And fuck it Fuck whoever feels Any type of way about that So I, 13 14 Okay okay I mean other than I, Everything that came out, out Came after that It just came, come, came from me Not caring About How people felt about me And just being myself Yeah cause I was like She is Super fly And I was like I was like That that confidence just exudes I was like She just knows Like she's the shit Like I was, I was like And I love it <laughs> I think the thing That people really Fuck with about me Is like Cause do I feel like I, do I always Did I always feel like I was the most confident No But I think The thing that people Fuck with The most Is the fact that I'm just Cool Like yeah. I'm just I'm just me And I'm just like Whatever Yeah You love me or you don't You know what I'm saying And I don't try to be nothing I don't try to Make people love me I don't try to just You know what I'm saying Like try to overdo it I'm just like Whatever This is what you get What you see is what you get yeah. You know what I'm saying and I think that's what people Always fuck with about me. That's what people used to Come up to me and tell me All the time Especially in BG Used to be like Man you just cool <laughs> like you just be chilling Like you know what I'm saying I don't try to be I never try to be The loudest one in the room the, You know what I'm saying yeah. the, I never like, It's just Just not my It's not my personality You know yeah, what I'm saying Yeah I was like I was, I was like I've never seen you Like be mixy Like I'm just I'm just here like, Yeah it just always Just to be cooler You yeah, know I'm what I'm saying cut, like <laughs> You know like When I used to do Those performances in BD I yeah. used to just Be off in the cut yeah. with, my, with my boys And until I hit the stage And even off the stage Right back, right back in the cut. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't because I thought I was too cool. It was just like I'm not really that in your face. I don't have the in your face person. I'm just not that person. But I can say in the past year and a half, I have gotten a little bit more comfortable about being in front of people and just you know what I'm saying. Like 
Cause I used to be super shy, super super. Even when I was doing all of that back then, I was super shy. Wow, never, I've never. You no, know, and people were like, I never would have known. Like I was so shy. Like, but if I wasn't, I would have been a little bit more. I would probably would have done more. That's how you can tell. Okay. I didn't do as much as I felt like I could have because I was so timid. Like I was so scared. I was just scary for no reason. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But now I just feel like a lot more. Now I feel a lot more confident. But that's because. The confidence is just—I think the confidence is coming out because now it's like I feel like I'm around people and around things that kind of like just bring out the best in me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So that's the difference. Okay, cool, cool. Like, yeah, like like I said, I just thought you were. Good. Which reminds me, I saw uh, on one of your photos. I don't—I can't remember who saw it. They said uh, they wanted the cast for that's out there. You know, meeting with people and um, doing the. Um, Brandon and all that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that was a uh, that was radio. That was my CEO who made that comment. Yeah, and he's right. Um, I do I do need to get back to that. I do need to get back to that. Yeah, because I was like I was like I was like yeah I was like it's, it's summertime in Dallas. You know, folks about yeah. to yeah events about to be going yeah, on. Ain't no excuse now. I mean, it's, quarantine is over. Yeah, and we can get back out there and do some. You know. So I mean it's 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 coming. It can happen that way. It's definitely happened that way. But you know, like I said, I've never been the type just like in your face all the time. Like yeah, me 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 me. It's just like you know, it'll come. It'll come naturally. We'll get to that. Yeah, I definitely got to come to y'all studio and, and see you in action. Got to come and, home, and, and do it. Feel uh, free to pop up whenever you want to, man. I'm telling you. Yeah. Um. To kind of also go. Over, what what made you want to move move to Dallas? What was the I guess the the factor that made you want to move? To there Dallas? was nothing that made me want to move here. Oh. I literally came on a wing and a prayer. Oh, wow. because it was like, you know, we lost the studio, mm-hmm. and there was nothing for me in Bowling Green anymore. Because that was the only thing keeping me out there was the music. Yeah, so working and music. But once we lost the studio, I was just like, I don't know. I just felt like there's nothing here, and I. What happened was I didn't want to go back to Cleveland because I didn't. I would have to start over. I had to move back in with my parents and just started just like, what is here for me? What I had yeah. like, like no connect, like I don't really have any connections. It's like unless I just kind of build my own studio or my own thing, mm-hmm. what am I doing? But then I got to go worry about work. I got to worry about getting on my feet. I got to worry about just having to get my own space and all that. You know, what I, mean? I felt like it was just, but like the opportunity at the time was my my relationship at the time. She she was moving here. Okay. And so I was like, all right, well, fuck it, might as well. I found a nice paying job, and you know, it was the that relationship was the vessel to get me here in this position that I am now. So that's how I look at it. But yeah, that's what made me come here. I originally wanted to go to Atlanta, and I was planning on that. That was me too. <laughs> I was gonna transfer jobs. Gonna <laughs> move to Atlanta. Me too. <laughs> and I was just gonna figure it out. Same. But I was like Wherever I can go To be around music But it's, it, life is funny man It happened the way It was supposed to And it got me here Cause I Like being where I'm at now I wouldn't I, I wouldn't Change a f- fucking thing So Yeah that's definitely what I, Cause I thought like Oh yeah I'm just gonna go to Dallas I'm gonna be there Maybe like a year Two years Kinda you know you Who, know, who get, thought get, Dallas get, would be Get my be? career started And then I was like Then Atlanta is the move <laughs> So crazy It's like who thought Dallas could be t- Because like now It's like I'm actually a part of something, a part of a movement, a part of a team that is actually trying to build an Atlanta-like yeah. scene in music in Dallas. Mm-hmm. And it's like, damn, that's what I was going to Atlanta for originally. Mm-hmm. But, you know, 
uni- the universe, man. Life is funny. It's like you just gotta just trust the trust the path that you're on, and trust the way things are happening, the things the way the way things are shaping up for you. Because, and as long as you keep that dream in your mind, it'll manifest mm-hmm. how it's supposed to. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm actually in a position that I always wanted to be in. It just happened the way it was supposed to. It happened the way I thought I was going to plan it out. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Years later, granted, but timing is everything. It's just the right time now because I'm a whole different type of person. Yep. So. Yeah, I was talking to somebody about that just with myself. I was like, yeah, you know, I, I, I want to be in Atlanta. I only want to be here like a couple years now. I'm here 10 years later. Never would have thought I'd be still be in. <laughs> and they're, but they're like, but bro, they're like, look at it. You've been doing your podcasting for about three years now. They're like, bro. You you be out there with mixing with all the the podcasts like it seems like you on somebody's podcast or somebody on your podcast you meeting all these different artists especially with like the last year I was like yeah when the last year I was like I've met a lot of artists and it's like I folks with a lot of artists and it's like only really thing that slowed me down was the pandemic because <laughs> I was I was ready to get out and like just go to so many different events and meet artists and get them on the podcast and stuff which is like now it's like. Now we open it back. I'm, I'm ready to keep keep Look doing you, that and, and do big things. And I was like, I want Dallas to be that hub for music. <laughs> it's was, going to be, man. Like it's on the way. It's on the way. Yes. Like you can see that because I'm I'm seeing it. Yeah, I see the way you see it from from your perspective. But like I'm seeing it from a perspective of like the artist being inside yeah. of exactly how the dots are being connected. Mm-hmm. Like I'm. Inside of that nucleus And like that's crazy to me So like I see it bro And and you're right there With mm-hmm. it Cause there's a reason why we connected Yeah, It's a reason why we're reconnecting now bro mm-hmm. Cause like You're gonna be a part of that scene Yeah cause I like I saw you post about the, the, the showcase And I was like oh Homie Casper Like this never sat I don't know what this is But whatever And I w- went to it And I was like yo This is an amazing yeah, event finally, Because what the hell Took us so long To get to We yeah. have never Connected until now And we've the both been Down here for so many years Timing yeah, like you Timing said, Timing is a motherfucker Timing is a motherfucker, yeah. Is a motherfucker for Yeah so But uh, also to you know, Go back a, a little bit You know MLH uh, I guess what was your, your your first meeting like with Dub or, or how did you first get involved with like you know Dub and Nini and all that? MLH man, so MLH Music Lovers Headquarters. So my guy Dubino Dub, man, he I guess he just had this vision of just creating this space for you know affordable, reliable space um, for artists and musicians in the in the city in that college town at the time, and you know. Was it you? You were the one who told me to hit him up. Oh wow! I didn't. I, didn't, I don't even remember that. I might have been. I was like, I, I, you. <laughs> Matter of fact, oh, you wow. were because you did. Did you do intern? Yeah, I did an internship there. That's. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the universe, boy. I tell you, man. You were the one, okay. You were the one who told me to hit him up. So I did it. I did the internship. Yeah. MLH helped me graduate Because yep. I needed that internship And I had just I, There was an internship for PBS Because my major was telecommunications yep. And that didn't go through I was so pissed And I'm <laughs> like What the hell What am I What am I going to do And you was like Yeah hit Dub up You know he's through, You can do it through the school yep. It's an internship blah, blah, blah. So I hit him up 
I played them a couple. Did, I, I was working on those demos in yeah. my in my literally in my crib. Like I had bought, I had spent a whole refund check on like all this music <laughs> shit, the yeah. mic, everything. So I, I did that, and then I had played you know, during the internship I had with him. I played him some stuff, and he was like, he was one of the people that was like. Right, you fire Like you You actually dope You got it's, something <laughs> You got a pen Like what's up And then we literally Playing around Literally playing Just playing <laughs> Started working on my album Didn't even know We was do- in the process Of doing that We just yeah. was coming up With songs Yeah And it was like And man Like a, a year later My album dropped You know what I'm saying Yeah Because of, because of him But like you know It was It was It became It started to become a team Mm-hmm. We started adding artists, producers. We started trying to make it um, something, you know, that was actually really like a real thing. You know what I mean? So like MLH was that studio headquarters, but you know it kind of turned into a bigger thing or whatever. But you know, I don't remember what the original question was, but like that's how like that's how everything kind of really started for me. You know, that's, yeah, that kind of like, shaped. Yeah, because I can remember like how I, not even knowing that I was, that was the reason. Shaped it, man. But yeah. you, yeah, I'm thinking about it now. I'm like, if you did that internship, you were the one who told me to hit him up, man. You, you played a major role in my life, dog. Wow. That's so crazy. I don't, yeah, I was like, I, I don't remember. Because if you wouldn't told me to do that, I would have never known because I didn't know about the place. Yeah, I was like, cause, uh, I don't even remember how I heard about the internship, but I was just like. I had no idea I that place was I was like, I was like, oh, Dubs are doing. Interesting. I was like, this is different. I was like, I'd rather be in a studio. I was like, cause I did like the radio station out in Toledo for a little while. But I was like, to do an internship in a recording studio with Dub, that sounds like fun. I had no idea. Yeah, I knew about us, but him and some of the people that were going, but yeah. I didn't had no idea that was there. Yeah. And man, like yeah, man, that changed everything for me, man. Like that, that was the re- you. It, it's realistically, you were responsible <laughs> for my entire singing career. Oh wow! <laughs> if you want to be, if you want me to be honest about it, like yeah, that you you changed you. That opportunity changed my life. Oh wow! Well, well I would have never done that. I appreciate that. I remember Didn't being you? pissed off about PBS and <laughs> yeah. I was like, the universe, was like, nah, chill. I got something that's gonna <laughs> shake your entire, entire life. life. Wow. Boom! There you go. Because of you, good yeah. job. Because I, I I I know I, I met them uh, through Nini. Because mm-hmm. uh, I think what was it? Uh, can't remember what her name is. But at the time, her roommate when she stayed in where the uh, cafeteria was at. Um, uh, Mac. Mac. Yeah. Oh, you taking it? Back. I. Uh, liked Nini's roommate at the time. <laughs> oh shit! So I remember going back to her room with her and then meeting Nini, and she was just goofy, and then and she was talking about how she rap. I was like, "You rap?" I was like, "Let me hear the I was like, "Oh, oh, you actually kind of oh, nice." She knows. <laughs> Nini is crazy, man. And like, since I was on the radio, I was like, "Yo, let me get this song. I, w- I want to play this on the radio." And then from being being cool with Nini, and then just. Meeting everybody else And then dub And all that And she was like You know This is the crew And all that And I was like Oh Nene is Man Like She She's she another she one, where I, one where, where I wish I was like Why didn't you drop a project It's so like, oh. crazy Because like Now looking back Man If The business side of it Bro like If we would've known And we could've chased that we could have chased that placement bag, man. We could have chased those like production and songwriting placements, like the behind the scenes. It's like yeah. we—I didn't know, I didn't know, I didn't know. No, we yeah. didn't. I don't think we knew. Yeah. But man, like the just the writing and the production side of it of of that team was so crazy. 
We could have all been rich by now. Yeah. Did you see that um, Dream Doll's new single was produced by Prodigy? Man, I just saw that the other day. I was like, what? I got it. Because I didn't even, you know what? I did not comment because I want to personally call this dude yeah. myself and tell him congratulations. Like that that boy, man, that man worked hard and he kept doing it. Yeah, that's all. I was like, I was like, oh, I'm happy for my dog. Man, I gotta. Call, I'm gonna call. Him, I'm personally call him and have a phone conversation with him. I'm not sending him no congratulations on no Facebook. Yeah, I want to call him. But yes, that's crazy. Shout out to man. Shout out to the whole MLH. We still. Everybody's successful. Everybody's extremely successful in whatever endeavors that they have, that they're into right now. But just yeah, shout like, out to all of them. Nene wrote a couple books. Nene writing books. <laughs> like Dub works for Tesla. Dub works for Tesla. <laughs> got our family. Got three kids. Right. Shout I, out to them. I was like, I was like, it's crazy to see how everybody's going. I was like, man, I think Randy Renee doing some stuff. Yeah. Man, like, yeah, everybody, yeah, man. Just because it's just good people, you know, good people. Yeah, I was like, uh, talent, talent breeds that, like, you know. Yeah. All like you said, like just time and opportunity for everybody. Time and you know? opportunity for everybody. Everybody yeah. is getting receiving what they ultimately wanted. Yeah. So, so how did you first meet, um, like the never satisfied folks? Like, how did you come to so the, uh, get involved with them? So the story is so crazy, just like the backstory. But like when I first moved here. <clears throat> Um, there was a somebody reached out to me. Her name's Darren. She reached out to me and she's like, you know, she she thought my my songwriting was dope and she wanted me to help her um, write some songs. She was trying to, you know, um, get into that. And the aspect of Never Satisfied that I met first was like they were doing like a bunch of like st- entertainment stuff on a, you know, um, like uh, like comedy videos and stuff okay. on Instagram. So that's how I that's how I first found out about them. Okay. And then fast forward back in the summer 2019, I was actually about to release a project, and I linked up with this videographer, and he told me about this studio space that was in Carrollton. He mm-hmm. was like, "Man, I got the perfect place to shoot the video. It's a place in Carrollton. There you got it." So that actually didn't fall through. Some stuff happened, you know, on the back end, but. Um, there was this guy I used to go that you see at the gym all the time. His name's Chris, my homie Chris. He had the apparel on. Oh. And I was like, man, I, I've known about Never Satisfied ever since I moved down here. But I didn't know it was like a music studio. I didn't know it was like there was music involved. Okay. I'm seeing like the comedy. I'm seeing like certain things, but I didn't know yeah. like the music aspect of it. He was like, yeah, let me pull up to the studio. I'm, I'm going to show you around. So I started coming around. And then... um a couple conversations just kind of led to me doing working in engineering. They tried to um, kind of open that back up and breathe a little bit of life and in, back into the music yeah. sector of it. Because there, there's some history with Never Satisfied. It was, you know, as a as a you know company that's kind of like, you know, there were some stopping points. There were some okay. starting points. There were stopping points. There were like a few phases that that you know that that they went through. And so when I started coming back around, it was kind of like, all right. Let's let's open this thing back up again. Yeah, let's get some stuff, you know, going. Let's start building. Mm-hmm. And so that's how I got into, you know, being an engineer for the Never Satisfied team. So, I mean, that's the whole thing. Is like I always knew about them, but I just, you know, it's funny how, you know, the universe kind of gives you glimpses of where you're going. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, that's how everything came came to be. So now I'm just, you know, engineers never never satisfied. 
We're building brand. We're just we've come a long way since I've even since I've started coming uh, coming around, and I just feel like man, this is like like I said, like the nucleus to the to the mecca that's on the way. Honestly, it's like this is we're gonna be responsible for really popping this thing in Dallas. Yeah, like and I truly believe it. Just like I said, just going to that one event and just seeing so many people there, I was like, yo. Because like, when, I, when I pulled up, I was like, I don't know what to expect from, from, from one of these things. And I pulled up, I was like, it was tons of people outside. Y'all had like the blow-up tents and Man. vendors. And then I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. And then I walked inside, and I was like, oh, this room is freaking packed with people. One-stop <laughs> shop. Never Satisfied Studios is a one-stop shop for any artist. There's so much you can do there. You We have in-house production. We have, um, of course, studios. We have two studios. In-house production. We got a, we have a full video, uh, video and photography uh, space. In-house videogra- videographers and photographers. We have a podcast room. Oh, yeah. You know, we have we have um, artists that we're working with currently that we're trying to you know um, push. And I mean, but as a space, it's literally everything you need as an artist. And we're also working on a artist development program. So, you know, if any artists are in the city and they want to learn about the business, they want to know what, what's going to make them better, um, we're working every, on everything from um, stage presence to image to, you know, direction and just everything. So yeah. we're working, currently working on that right now. But, man, one-stop shop. Yeah, which reminds me, um, uh, what was his name, the, the kid? uh Dre Dre. Yeah, Dre Dre. People I, keep I saying, asking he, he, me about him, man. He, and I'm he like, had the best stage presence in the Dre Dre. Uh, Dre Dre, needs Dre, Dre money. his money. <laughs> no, he yeah, I ain't gonna say, say too I'm he, not gonna say too much. He was working the stage and everything. People can already tell, man, that's a that's a star in the making right there, for real. Yeah. People keep asking me about that. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I was like, I was like, oh, little dude was nice. I was Trey, like, he, Trey, I Trey. was like, I was like, he got literally got the best presence out of out of these his personality is crazy. That's why stage presence is like that. His personality is like, man, really for you just you, you a little little young dude and you don't even. But he's just like he been here before. He's just like some some people just some kids just got old souls, man. He one of them for real. Yep, I was like, I was like, he kept that mic neck next to his mouth right the whole time. There. He was walking around like, the stage. Who taught you? That's what I was like. I was like, dude, why why do you know this? And you doing it so you? well. Wait till you see the video. That's all I gotta say. Oh, okay. We got we got a Dre Dre video. Okay, got yeah, a video on the way. Yeah, but I was like, I was like, I definitely liked him. He 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 was probably. Like I wouldn't say like the best, but like he was the best. <laughs> you know? He was the best. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Without us, yeah, absolutely for sure. I was like, because it, it was definitely some some talent up there. I was like, I was really shocked at how much people, how many people that went up there. I was like, oh, yeah, man, there's some shit up in here. <laughs> We're gonna keep having events like that, so they're only gonna get bigger. And you know, like I said, you always personally invited. Oh, yeah, I'm and come do whatever, make any kind of connections you want to make, and do whatever you want to do for sure, bro. Like we we linked for life. Like I said, I just realized you. Was, <laughs> Literally the reason <laughs> for everything. So, man, you got it with me, bro. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so speaking of like the aspect of never satisfied, um, and time and everything, what would you say is what does being never satisfied mean to you? That's a really good question because that's a question that gets asked a lot. But it's funny because um, personally, and I'm just keeping on this. It's like I always had a had this 
struggle with just kind of like being comfortable and like trying to find my home and comfortable, you know, in, in comfortable spaces and comfortable mindset. And it's like that doesn't get you anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like when I met, when I got linked with Never Satisfied, it's like man, I just started like thinking about my life and realizing how much that just plays a role into consistently getting better, consistently moving and growing. It's like you have to be never satisfied. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You can't be satisfied. You cannot ever be satisfied with any position you're in, with any, any experiences you had. It's like, oh, okay, I got that. It's okay, I'm cool. Nah, like you have to want more for yourself all mm-hmm. the time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like that's very important to me to have kind of come into a situation to where like, man, I got to see this every day. How does that contribute to my life? What does that What does that mean to me? How is it going to shape or form the rest of my life? Yep. You know what I'm saying. So uh-huh. that's so. To, that's what it means to me. It just means it's never. I mean, right now, right now, we like to call it a movement. You know what I'm saying. We like to call it just a, a mindset. Mm-hmm. But for me personally, it's like it. It's the coda. Like it literally. It's like. The end of the old me and the beginning of like the new me. Okay, you know what I'm saying. So like, I just made that connection. Just now, but, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that's what never satisfied means to me. But right, but it's a movement, it's a team, and it's a mindset. Okay, okay, okay. Um, to get into like some some other music questions, who would you say are some of your your favorite artists currently? Currently, yeah. Local, nationally, whatever. Like, it's who are some some artists that just inspire you and you like. Music is in a good place. Man, currently, outside of my team, Lardy, Troy, T Vibe, Man Man. Yeah, that dude Troy. Outside I of, like that dude Troy. Oh, Troy is. Troy is. His personality is crazy. It's, it's just as just as great as his, his, as his music is. But outside of my team, I got to say, you know what? It's, I don't. I don't know. Right? Okay. That's a really hard question because I don't have any core faves like I used to. Like the dream was like my guy. Like yeah. I, I liked a lot of Chris Brown songs, so it was like I had my go-to guys. But like now, I don't really have no go-tos. It's like right now, I'm just follow the vibes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Some people just have the vibes. You know, like Division. Mm-hmm. I really like Division. Yeah, I like Janae. But like, there's just vibes I follow, and it yeah. doesn't even matter who now. So like, because the music game is. So much more saturated than it used to be. Yeah, definitely. But because there's so much more, so many more artists. artists. But um, like tier doesn't matter anymore. It's like we all love some people that you never see their face on TV. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, I just follow the vibes, man. Like I don't even really care. So like right now, my main thing is I like. I like that R&B That's like Kind of got like A little bit of that Old school vibe And soul to it But um, I'm not really into The like the I'm not really into I've never been into radio Yeah I've never been into What's that thing That sound That yeah. that radio like, I've always just Kind of been into like that The vibes You yeah. can't find the vibes On the radio man Outside yeah. of her Certain artists Outside of like her And like Janae or Which like her, Hers album like, drops Friday Yeah it's like You just can't find the vibes For real You gotta go You gotta go Scrolling on Spotify Or Apple Music or something And just randomly Stumble on some stuff Yeah that's why I tell people Like 
for a party, you don't want me making the playlist because I, I I don't know what plays on the radio. I don't listen to the radio. I, I couldn't tell you the top ten songs that's out right now. I tell I don't know if it's just my age, but I tell people all the time, don't put me on the hot. Yeah, I was like, y'all don't want to. I straight play some nineties R and B all night. Do right. not put me on there. And like, if I run out of R and B nineties R and B, I'm going to the eighties. <laughs> don't put me on there. Y'all would never. Y'all would not hear nothing that y'all want to hear. Yeah, that's what I'm like. You don't want me on the Oxcore. Like, yes, on the music guy, I know a lot of stuff that's out, but I couldn't tell you what's playing on the radio. I couldn't tell you what, what's hot. And I'm hot, so content with that. <laughs> yeah. I'm content with that. As now, I do not feel left out of anything because yeah. I don't feel like I'm missing out on nothing. I was nothing. like, let me just go to the party. Don't make me the one in charge of making sure the party stays hype. I and hate to put it like that. I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything. Yeah. And plus, I just feel like as we get older, it's just like I'm, I'm cool with just chilling. Like cool I'm cool with like a good like game night or whatever, yeah. just at the crib. But you know, at being like an R and B head though, I, one thing I can say is that I'm very, very happy that R and B has kind of revived itself and made a place in popular music right now because there was a time period where it had literally disappeared. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And there were just certain people. But then it was like with those people, it was a certain kind of vibe, but it wasn't really R and B. Yep. And so like now it's like that's back, and that vibe is back. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, it may not be all over the radio, but it's back and it's out there, and it's a whole plethora of things that you can that you know that of artists that you can go through and find that. Mm-hmm. But at one point in time. R&B had kind of like <laughs> It just was like Where are you yeah. You know what I'm saying So Yeah man Okay Cool So next question I was going to ask you Dead or alive One R&B <clears throat> One R&B artist That you wish you could Not only write the song for them But also engineer their project Right and engineer yeah. One R&B artist Yeah Oh shit Right for them Because That's the thing Like most There's Most R&B artists Out right now Are actually writing their own At one point in time They weren't But like most R&B artists Right now Are actually writing Their own stuff And they're actually Really really great at it But I can't say Cause I can't say I'm gonna be any better Than a lot of Than those people But If it were A collaborative effort Who Yep, dead or alive. Dead yeah. or alive. Oh, dead or alive. Prince. Nice. Which would be weird. I'm sure it would be a weird experience. But you know what? He's a Gemini and so am I. And I feel like I always understood most Geminis. So. Which also my, my last guest said. Prince, uh, easy because you said, said that. He, he, he ate breakfast with one, one time. Who? My last guest. He ate breakfast with Prince one time? Yeah, because he said um, he had a friend that... Um, Met him after a concert or whatever, and yeah. was like, he was like, yeah, it was like it's just straight out of the, it was like straight out of the Chappelle show. Like we went to breakfast, he ordered pancakes, and it, it was like it was a crazy experience. He like just came from like his friend meeting Prince after the concert and invited him <laughs> to go to breakfast afterwards. Damn, I've heard those kind of stories with certain artists or certain people that have had the experience of meeting him. That's what I'm saying. It would just be crazy. It's like I feel like he would just be on my ass. That needs to sound like this. That, but I'd be cool with it because it's like, oh, this is Prince. Like, yeah. Whatever you want. Whatever what you want to do. You want to be like that? Okay. okay. All right. So yeah, man, definitely Prince. Really easy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, what is 
one song, you know, with summer, you know, summer, summer's here, you know, we outside. What's one song that reminds you of summer? Right now? Yeah, any, any song that you like? Any just, song of all time? Yeah, that you just like, yeah, I know, it's, it's summertime, like, it's, we here. Ooh. Well, I got I'm going to go with right now. That Doja Cat summer, I mean, uh, that Doja Cat scissor song? I don't oh, know what it's called. Uh, I can't. I suck with lyrics and and titles. I know what you're talking about. That song makes me feel like oh, you know what I'm saying? Let me go to the pool or something. Man. Yeah. Like it got that vibe to it. But yeah, that that I would say that one right now. I'm gonna just go with to answer your question. I'm gonna go with a song right now. That's okay. out right now. That one is like, oh y'all playing that for the summer for sure. Y'all playing that for the spring says ushering in the summer because that one got a definitely got a summer vibe to it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Next one. If you could put an ultimate R and B collab together with four artists, song well, yeah, one one song with, with four different R and B artists. Oh. About dead or alive? Yeah. Holy moly! Um, you know the Prince and MJ thing never happened. Got to start there. Prince, MJ. So if I start there, I gotta keep it. I gotta keep it iconic. Ooh, I don't know if I can keep it iconic. Prince, MJ, man, <laughs> nobody else belongs on that record. That's why it's like hard. Oh, <laughs> it's like just stop. Like, like, we gotta stop, stop there, yeah. man. I don't. Did it ever happen? It was no. supposed to on bad. Yeah, but to. it never happened. We, I mean, we, we, I'm gonna so, stop there. We, we, we gonna stop right there. Those, those two. That's it. Yeah. What else can you say? All right. Okay. Um, another collab. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna throw this out. You. This, we're gonna switch this one up. Choose. Yeah, you're gonna be the one that's gonna engineer it. Okay. Okay. But give me one producer. Uh, two rappers. And two a rappers and a singer. Or you, of or, all time. Yeah, or you can do two singers and a rapper, but you have to at least include at least one rapper. Uh. Like the one, the one, the one I came up with because I, I I like to ask the ultimate clap for this one. I I thought of uh, my my guy straight out of Dallas, Lil Jew made it, Lil Jew on the beat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, right. I said uh, Wale because I'm a big Wale fan. All right. Uh, take off from the Migos because okay. I, I feel like he, he's the best. He's the best out of the the three Migos. All and right. I, I said for my R and B vibe, I was like Brent Fias. Oh, okay. Man, him too. Shit. All right, all right, huh? So we going with now. You can do now. Oh, what? Whatever year. I went with now. We going with now. Oh, now. Man, that's a tough one right there. Uh, all right. Shit. Okay. I'm not going to go with the usuals because I can go with usuals, but I'm going to just try to freak this one. Tricky Stewart is one of my favorite producers of all time. Yeah, dream. So, Trick, Janae. Okay. I'm going to do two R&B. So, Janae, I'm going to do right now. I'm going to do Janae. I'm going to do Scissor. Okay. Rock with Scissor. And rapper, 
Oh. You know, rapper. Rapper. Dog. I suck <laughs> in that lane. Um, dog on it. <laughs> I don't know, man. Give me some names. Uh, well, maybe like a, a Big Sean, you know, like that. Big Sean. I was like, you know. Okay, you there know, we go. Because you we know, Big it. Sean and Janae, they, they make. They do. Them. They make some dope stuff. I like Big Sean. Yeah. I feel like, yeah. Oh, Drake. Drake, Drake. Oh, yeah. Or, or Drake. Drake. You know, but don't take, not take away from Big Sean, but Drake. Drake's, a, I'm sure that can. Drake's, hello. I mean, Trick, Tricky Stewart, Janae, Scissor, Drake. I think that'd be a dope record. Yeah, especially because Drake could probably start off with like some some singing, and then he and then like maybe halfway through the verse, you know, he he, he switched to the rap. Like, how is that to be a dope record on a trick beat? Bow. Okay, 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 dope, dope. But uh, well, that was really all I had for you. All you got for me, man? I think yeah. we went through everything. I think we went the whole history. We discovered some things. We discovered yes. that you play an important <laughs> role, and me be even being here at this moment right now. Right. So that yeah, crazy. man, we hey, cheers. Yeah. We, we just didn't have no alcohol. <laughs> yeah, so I, I thought about that. I was like, I was like, uh, it's early Sunday. Hey, I'm not even gonna lie. My girlfriend, I already got. I took two shots already today. I'm gonna blame it on her. My girlfriend, she's crazy. <laughs> Wake up, babe. Take a shot. <laughs> she's crazy. She's crazy. Yeah, cause it was just recently your birthday too. Yeah, she came to surprise me for it. But yeah, man, it's recently my birthday. I'm How was that? Thirty four. I'm old. Hey, I was like, uh, it was great. It was great. We had a little karaoke, you know, night at the studio. That's all I wanted. I don't want to go out. I don't want no strippers in my face. I don't want none of that. I just want to go do some nice, nice little nineties R and B karaoke, whatever. And um spent it with some cool people. And, and you know, she came down to surprise me from Mobile. And uh, yeah, man, it was a cool weekend. But yeah, I already took my shots for the day. <laughs> She's cool. not care what time of day it is. <laughs> hey, you know, we we live a young, wild life. You know, got what I'm to saying? you got to have yeah. fun. You have fun. Yeah, that's all you got to do. It sometimes just drink a lot of water and take care. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you drink a lot of water afterwards. Um, but yeah, if you want to just give the folks, you know, your, your social media is where they can find you. <clears throat> anything else you may be working on or whatever, and let them know. Again, never satisfied engineer. Y'all come see me, man. I, you know, especially on the R and B side, I can help with your vocal production and arrangements. You know, your harmonies, melodies, and all of that. And also while making you sound. Great, but uh, Casper J. Coda on IG. Uh, if you want to go do a little digging into my past, you can go to my YouTube, <laughs> Casper J. Coda, as well. You know, you can see when I used to do, when I used to do, what I used to do. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then come see me at Never Satisfied. We're located in Carrollton. Um, but definitely hit me up on my IG. Anybody that wants to get in, any artist wants to get in, or you just want to meet me, or you just want to hang out, or you want to come to a place that's, uh, you know, that can kind of inspire your creativity, definitely hit me up. Casper J. Coda. All right. Well, again, With appreciate a seat. Yep. <laughs> appreciate you uh, doing this and taking the time to come out here. Uh, sure. it's, it's your boy Smiles. This Smiles. is the music Impulse, and we out. So. 
What up, y'all? It's your boy Smiles. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Music Impulse. Follow the page at Music Impulse on Twitter and Instagram. That's M U S I C M P U L S E. Follow me at JW Smiles. As well as don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, and Spreaker. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Music Impulse. Your boy Smiles, and I'm out.